<laughs> Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Friday. 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 Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Been looking forward to this day since uh, Monday. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. You say what, Pastor, y'all had long, a long week? Kind of. Kind of. What do you think? We did. We did. We did. <laughs> we had a good meeting yesterday, though. We yeah, had, we did. Had a good meeting with. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, keep going. We had a good meeting with our architect yesterday, and uh, <laughs> I just, I just, I, I, can't, I can't. What happened? I'm trying to keep my composure, and it's just, it's just too much. You know how the young folks say, "You're just doing the most, Mama." Well, I didn't have breakfast this morning, and you're hungry. Tell and I hungry. eat at a certain time every day. Yeah. And when you miss a day after eating at that time every day, yeah. you get kind of hungry. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a good time for me to be hangry, though. Yeah. I hear you. I so, hear you know, you. I hear you. I'm bringing my blood sugar into alignment. I hear you. Do, you, do, 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 do what you got to do. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Amen. Well, good morning, everybody. I yeah. hope everybody's <laughs> having a very good, sunshiny morning. Oh. Oh, what I was saying is we met with an architect yesterday. That's right. Yeah, we met with a great guy. Yeah, great guy. Uh, he um, he's going to be helping us on our property, and uh, a lot of wisdom that he shared with us. Wow, I know. I was really amazed at the knowledge he brought in mm-hmm. um, as a person who worked in this field before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, I'm excited. I want you to be excited. Uh, I. Our land is really close to being purchased. We're going to give you an opportunity. Um, if the Holy Ghost don't take us too deep into this lesson, um, uh, to sow into our kingdom project, it is we're we're right at about thirty six thousand dollars. Yeah, and and now yeah. we're at crunch time now. Yeah, uh, because we have less than sixty days. Yeah, to right. have the amount that we need to purchase the land. Now we're so close. You know, and um, we're not going to give the enemy an open door. No. Um, but we are just trusting that everybody will feel the same pressure that we're feeling mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. The same pressure to enter in. Yeah. I believe that the Israelites had the pressure mm-hmm. of entering into the promised mm-hmm, land. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, many, many of the older generation did not enter in, but the younger generation had mm-hmm. heard about it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't know anything about Egypt, mm-hmm. but they knew that they were not supposed to stay in that wilderness. That's right. That's right. They knew that they had no future in staying in purgatory, so to speak, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that it was time to enter into the promises so that they could fulfill feel everything that God had purposed in them to do. Yeah, exactly. And and now is not the time for us to uh, start desiring to go back to our old ways. Mm. God has a new thing. You know, the Bible talks about it in Isaiah. He's doing a new thing. And so we're excited uh, as far as what we're talking about here on the morning uh, devotional morning show. Mm-hmm. Um, we are we are taking you into a place of developed communication. That's what yeah. we should have called it. Developed communication. Mm. Because you're always 
growing. Yeah. You're always maturing. So true. And change is inevitable. Yeah. So if you don't desire change, change will be forced upon you. Ooh, that's the truth. So you need to learn how to <laughs> flow with the change. And, and, and communication skills is, is paramount for you to enter into uh, a healthy relationship with your spouse, a healthy relationship with your children, healthy relationship with your uh, co-workers and, and those who are uh, you have influence over. So or influence with. So uh, let's jump back into some of the things that we talked about uh, yesterday when it comes to communication and having a matter of care or the, the heart of care. Mm. Oh, you saw that? Just tap it. There you go. Okay. So it's powerful. It's, a, <laughs> it's amazing. We, uh, we started talking about the heart of the matter mm-hmm. in communication. We started out talking about the four most corrosive. And can I just say that all of us will see areas of this or times of this when it comes to, you know, when it comes to relationships, you're going to find yourself being critical. Mm -hmm. You're going to find yourself being contemptuous. You're going to find yourself being defensive. And you're even going to find yourself stonewalling. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when these behavior patterns are in dominance, mm-hmm. when they dominate your relationships, now you get into a place called dysfunction. Mm. In other words, mm. you don't function the way you were designed yeah, to come function. On, come on, come on. And, um, you know, all of these personality traits, they're all a result of the fall of man. We mm-hmm. have to recognize that anytime we tap into it, that we have tapped into a wrong and dark spirit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you you brought up the word dysfunction, you know, mm-hmm. and that's maybe another buzzword that we say a lot. But you know, I come from a dysfunctional family. Well, who yeah. do, who doesn't come from a dysfunctional family? <laughs> I mean, we all come from a, some level of dysfunction, you mm-hmm. know. And I, I like what one minister said. He says uh, that we all come from a level of dysfunction, mm. but as you grow and mature, you're just lessening the the margin, if you will. You're shortening the margin, if you will, of dysfunction in your own family wow. so that you pass down a, 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 a smaller margin of dysfunction to your children, which they should pass down a smaller margin of dysfunction to their children right? until we're living to living in a place of heaven on earth. So you're never going to arrive. You always should be striving for perfection, right? You know, always striving to change, always striving to do better. But if you just allow the dysfunction and give, blame to the dysfunction mm. yeah yeah you know, yeah you'll remain average <laughs> that's so good you said that word blame yeah because i think it's a that's another okay so we're talking about buzzwords mm-hmm. blame is a buzzword uh but we have to recognize when blame gets in the middle of our progression in life mm-hmm. in other words we want to progress mm-hmm. and get better emotionally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well anytime you stay in the land of blame mm-hmm. and you, you know anything that's happened it's never your fault mm-hmm. you always have something to blame as long as you dwell on blaming you never grow yeah so it puts you in a in a perpetual purgatory mm-hmm. it puts you in a perpetual state of criticizing and complaining and we know that in the when they were in the wilderness the children of israel what what kept them in the wilderness is their constant murmuring Mm. and complaining god was trying to graduate them they were trying to blame yeah that's that's exactly right (laughs) and they wanted to go back 
Yeah, they, they wanted want, to go back. They wanted to go back to what was comfortable. Yeah, they couldn't progress, but they almost wanted to regress. Mm-hmm. So we we've we've talked about and we pushed into a, a few areas of uh, the caring heart, uh, and one of the things that we said is that you must be repentant because the heart is the whole matter. It's the yeah. It's the whole foundation. How right. is your heart? Proverbs 23 and seven, uh, 20, yeah, 23 and seven for as a man think it in his heart. So is he. Mm-hmm. So you are what you think you are. Right. You really are. And you might say, mm, I can hide how I'm thinking about this thing, but how you really feel about a yeah, matter come will come out. Yeah. You might say, I can, I can, I have a spirit of self-control. Mm. You know, I can I can help what I show. And, you, you know, a lot of people are good at hiding. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are good at holding secrets and so forth. But how you really feel about a thing will come out in your body language, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how you respond, how you react. It Your body language tells how you really mm-hmm. feel. That's true. <laughs> uh, another thing that that. You know, like I said, you cannot, how you really feel about a thing, you cannot truly hide how you feel about a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will come out in your eye contact mm-hmm. or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It will come out in the way you look. Mm-hmm. Um, it will come out in your response to a trigger. Yeah. How you really feel about a thing, mm-hmm. it will come out. Mm-hmm. And then right. another way that how you feel, you could say all right things but have the wrong tone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. y'all ever know someone to do that have say all the right things but say it in the wrong tone Mm -hmm. and you know what they really mean Mm -hmm. well how you really feel about a thing will come out in the tone of voice yeah and that's why it's not good to communicate over text message oh that's the because you cannot get the 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 eye contact or the body language or you don't really get the full meaning you know because you can say one thing it, <laughs> over the text but uh, you know the enemy learns will teach you how to fill in the blanks oh you know you know especially if you're having a heated text match you know and <laughs> so the enemy is helping you fill in all the blanks of what you cannot see in the natural realm you know wow. so it's good to communicate in person yeah it's good to sit face to face and have that one-on-one contact especially if you disagree mm-hmm. i think what we should say is better to disagree in yeah. person <laughs> whatever it, i think it's sometimes just you know and i understand that we're living in a very technological age and people don't want the change of the technology and, right you know uh, you know, it, it worked for me when I had the rotary dial phone. I don't know why we got to do all this crazy <laughs> stuff. Not, but come on, bro. We're growing up. I mean, times are changing. You got to change with the times. Amen. But the, the, the point that I'm making is there there is something to be said about good old-fashioned face-to-face conversation. Yeah. God desired face-to-face conversation. Yeah. I mean, you know, there was no sending a text message up to God. Mm-mm. And, you know, when when God, at some point, you know, people wanted to know uh, this God that Moses knew. Mm-hmm. He said, tell me about this God. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I have a relationship with this guy. Mm-hmm. He said, and they said, I want to have a relationship. But then they got into the presence of God. Yeah, they couldn't handle it. And instead of his voice sounding like, you know, sweet as summer, it sounded like thunder to them. Mm-hmm. 
And they didn't stay in there long enough to get the healing properties from his voice. Mm. Isn't that something? So good. Sometimes what seems like punishment, Mm -hmm. you know, when someone, especially when you're being instructed or corrected, it will sound like thunder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Come on. That is so true. You will say, I do not like this communication. Yeah. This is not care. You don't care. You're just trying to beat me up. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the best care you can get is someone who's willing to... Uh, to risk an emotional outburst from you Mm. or an emotional reaction from you to tell you the truth Mm -hmm. or to instruct you on a way that is just foul. Yeah. You you know, we all have blind spots. Mm. And um, that's good. So for the children, the voice of the Lord sounded like thunder. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you know what? Rather than have a relationship with God, how about you know, you just tell us what the right thing to do is and we'll do it Mm -hmm. and what the wrong thing is and we won't do that. Mm -hmm. Well, so that's when God gave them the law. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And do you know that at that time, the anger of the Lord had arisen Mm -hmm. because in essence, and the people didn't think they were doing this, Mm -hmm. they were rejecting God's leadership. Mm -hmm. They were rejecting God's instruction. Mm -hmm. They were in essence rebelling against the relationship. That's right. That's what they were rebelling against. Mm -hmm. Not the rules, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and they were looking for loopholes. They were looking for loopholes. Yeah. They were saying, can we just have rules and no relationship? Yeah, come on. <laughs> can come we on. do that? Yeah. Can we have rules and no relationship? Mm-hmm. And I think that the online church, that's what it provides. Mm-hmm. It provides rules with no relationship. Yeah. It provides information, you know, with no human touch. Mm-hmm. It provides ministry without those that God expects us to connect to. So there's ministry, but no connection. Mm -hmm. And what God desires, you know, is connection. He desires community. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't like community Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. community hurts. But, you know, I want you to know, and I heard uh, Minister Tracy Harris say this the other day. He wants us to have uh, a soft heart and rhino skin. Yeah. Rhino skin. Yeah. What does that mean? That means that hurt things may come our way, but when you have a strong love and a strong heart and a strong uh, relationship with the Holy One where you know God loves you, Mm -hmm. when you know God cares for you, Mm -hmm. it's easy for those hard things to bounce off of you. That's so good. That is so good. You know, when we, uh, you know, I want to dive into some new things too on the subject of communication because you know you talk about communication and you know and i'm not putting down we're not putting down technology because we're working with technology right now absolutely you know we're working with technology but there comes a time when we see a pattern yes and like you hear a lot about the mental health crisis that's happening right now yes and i i really believe it's 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 due to a breakdown in communication yeah and community and community yeah exactly you you can be healed in community yeah in the right community there's yeah that's right and and, and, you know church has you know gotten to a place of judgment Mm -hmm. and and Mm. church cannot be a place of 
such great judgment. It has to be a place of such great community Mm -hmm. so that we can be delivered Mm -hmm. from the things that, you know, that hurt us. Mm -hmm. You know, we should not need a drug to dull the senses because of the pain being so great. Mm -hmm. We should have a community who can love us to life, Mm -hmm. who can love us out of this pain Mm -hmm. and and have a spirit of of acceptance and and peace and and, and Mm non-acceptance as well. Because there comes a time when yeah. a behavior, yeah, a behavior is destructive, mm-hmm. and there should not be a oh yeah go ahead on brother you can be any kind of way that's what's what's called seeker friendly. Mm-hmm. You can do any old thing and it's all right with us, and, mm-hmm. and it's like no that is aiding and abetting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. not what church should be. Mm-hmm. And since the, the sense of community is huge, because. What what's happened in this crisis of or, or this pandemic, pandemic, if you will, is that it's it's created such an isolation that now oh, I'm doing angry faces. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we it, it's created such a, a, a isolation that now we thrive after the company, we thrive after the the the, the fellowship. You know, we thrive after, and when you don't get it. Mm. Well, you're not talking to anyone, you know. Oh, yeah, you may be talking to somebody, but it's only through text messages. It's only right. through FaceTime. It's right. only through, but but you need that contact. You need that community <laughs> contact. And what happens through the communication? What happens through the community? Is it develops a sense of oneness? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, it develops a sense of wholeness. I feel complete now, you know, and we, and yes, we should get it from Jesus. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not devaluing the fact that you should not get your sense of wholeness, your sense of completeness, your sense of oneness from Jesus. But it, it God created mankind mm-hmm. to relate to each other. Yes. God created mankind to be in contact with each other. Right. Yes. You know, Jesus, I mean, yeah, Jesus, when he looked down at Adam, he said, it's not good that man be alone. Yeah. You just can't help but wonder what was Adam doing that? God I don't said, know. This is not good. He said, that's not good. <laughs> and everything that God called good, he called it benevolent. He called it functional. He called it, uh, you know, he, he, yes. he says, this has value. This has worth. This has purpose. He looked at the trees. He, he, the, the trees were good. That's valuable. That's worth that's that's uh worthy, if you will. I can't think of another word. Uh, <laughs> but when he looked at a man being all one by himself, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. And we're we're living in a society that's that's applauded the isolation, mm. that's applauded the 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 the, the loneliness. Mm. But you you you've created a crisis. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, rather than to, to progress, people will go down in a place Mm -hmm. of loneliness. They'll go down the tubes and then you, now you've created a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Because they are isolated in their anger. Yeah. And there was a a documentary you were watching yesterday and it it was about a young lady and I'm not going to bring up the person or the situation, but it's about a young lady that I believe was speaking loud, but not 
easily understood. She was so misunderstood and she needed the words of life to be poured into her soul. Mm-hmm. She so needed a word from God. She would have been, you know, sometimes when you see a person who has gone so far away from the things of God, mm-hmm. what they need is a word in due season and they will be so radically changed and so radically on fire for, from God. But you have to be willing to take the step and mm. take the time Preach. now to actually care. Yeah. Care does this. Care says, I know I have needs and I know I have wants and I want to relax or I need think I have I need to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. But what you need is more important than mm-hmm. what I need. Mm-hmm. That is care. Mm-hmm. That's good. That, that is, is so care. Good. That yeah. is saying I will put my own needs aside so I can minister to you. You know, I said this one time, I think I said it to either our congregation or I said it to our daughters or I said it to both. But uh, I said that the fact that you're hungry, the fact that you're tired, the fact that you're sleepy is no, no reason for you to be mean. Mm. And you, when you're, when you're communicating care, Mm. what you're saying is, I know I feel some kind of way, Mm. but I'm going to push my feelings aside. Yeah. And I'm going to care about you. Yeah. Your well, needs are yeah. bigger than my rights. And what happens in the process of me caring for you and pushing my needs aside is I begin to get my needs met. Oh, that's so good. It's called an outward flow. Oh, that's good. So whatever you make happen for someone else, mm-hmm. now this is good in communication. Whatever you make happen for someone else, God can in return make it happen for you. But we're so big on, no, I got to do me. Let me fix me. Let me have my self-help. Let me have my self-preservation. That you miss out on the true help that you receive mm-hmm. from God when your focus is helping somebody else. Right. You know, I used and caring to be, for others. I used to be part of a group. And in this group, what we used to do is come together and do things as a community. And, you know, at some point, everybody was busy. Everybody had their own life and their own mm, cares. Mm-hmm. So rather than us each put in the work that it took to either throw a picnic or you know, yeah. have a Easter egg hunt for the kids. Yeah, or I remember that. Yeah. Do uh, Christmas with Santa. We all were too busy. Oh, I can't do it this year. Oh, I have this going on. Oh, my kids are in school. I just don't have time. So what we began to do is outsource mm-hmm. all the work that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. But rather than us grow stronger as a group, because now we're not having to work, all we can do now is enjoy the benefits mm-hmm. of being in this group, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It did not make it better. Mm. It made it worse. Mm. Because we didn't put heart into it, yeah. all we did is put lip into it. Mm-hmm. All we did is say, oh, well, we should have, it's Easter time, we should have a, a, a Easter picnic for the kids. So we put lip into it, but we stopped putting heart into mm-hmm. it. And when that happened, the, the group began to decline. Mm. Well, what God wants wow. us to know about wow. his word is that it's not enough to talk about the word. Mm. We have to be participants. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, that's why he said, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves. And, together. and we're Come talking on. about communication here, mm-hmm. but we have to know that our words are not our only way of communication. Mm-hmm. Our presence is the biggest biggest communicating factor in most situations. So good. So Our good. presence. Somebody dies, what do you do? You can call them on the phone. Mm-hmm. You can send them a text mm-hmm. and they would say, "Oh yeah, they thought about me." But when you show up, preach. When you show up, 
when everybody else is leaving mm-hmm. uh, that person and wanting them, wanting to give them space, and you rush to them, mm-hmm. you say, "It's gonna hurt me to see you cry, mm-hmm. but I'll go through the pain of mm-hmm. seeing you cry because I know right now you yeah, need, need my me. hug." Yes. I'll so go good. through the pain so of watching good. you great grieve yeah. Yeah. because right now you need my love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You need me to wash mm-hmm. that sink of dishes mm-hmm. because right now you are grieving so much that you can't even think about these dishes. Mm-hmm. You might need me to come and pull that garbage because right now you're so wrapped up in your hurt that maybe you could care less those those that garbage could pile up to the side of the house, mm. but then that puts more pressure on the person grieving. So what yeah. what we should take wow. out of this is that there's wow. more than one way to communicate mm-hmm. when it comes to caring and positive communication. Your takeaway should be: I need to find more ways yeah, to communicate care mm-hmm. other than just the way that I'm comfortable with, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the way that we're most comfortable with is the way that involves less of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God wants us to get to a place where we communicate care by involving more of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the essence of that, that relationship, the, 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 the intimacy that's developed in that relation. I'm not talking about sexual in- intimacy, but I'm talking about the closeness and the oneness is developed through tribulation is oh, developed through suffering is developed yes. through you know I, you know I, i've actually and this may be may come across funny but i've actually developed some of the best friends after a fight <laughs> that's so true sometimes we get along better after a yeah, fight that's true. <laughs> that's true. i yeah. think sometimes yeah. you start fights yeah. just so we can make yeah. up yeah make up make up make up hmm. i like making up anyway so but it's it's something that happens when you're in the trenches together. Yeah, it's true. It's something that happens. There's a bond that's formed when the two of you have gone through something. Oh, my and gosh. You, maybe you've argued it out <laughs> or you've whatever you did it out. But you get to a place of real intimacy. Yeah. And intimacy is basically come into me and see. Yes. So let me show you a part of my life that I'm trying to hide from Well, we have else. a good relationship when you see me only experiencing joy, but when you see me experience pain, pain and hurt, I have right. to trust you at that point. Yeah. I have to trust you with my pain. Mm-hmm. I have to trust that you're not going to diminish it. Yeah. That you're not going to mock it and yeah. laugh at it. That you're not going to uh, make light of yeah. it. That you're gonna recognize that if I'm in pain, then something traumatic is happening to me, mm-hmm. and that right now you have a certain, you possess a certain power, a redeeming quality. And as you communicate care, you bring me back to a state of peace. Yeah, you know, you have that power. Yeah, depending on how you use your communication. Yeah, so good, so good. Well, I pray <laughs> you enjoyed this series, this two week series on uh, the power of community. I mean, you know, it's been good. I really, you know, I really think that a lot of you have learned some things. Give us some feedback. Let us know. Let us know what you uh, thought of this uh, series on the power of communication. We're going to start something new next week. And uh, I believe it's going to be conflict resolution mm. because uh, it's it's very, it's a very needed, uh, needful thing in the body of Christ, a needful thing in the earth today. Uh, and that's the 
how did you, you resolve the conflict? Oh my gosh, you know? we have gotten so much better over the years. Yeah, I know. Uh, we used to not know how to resolve, uh, resolve our, conflict. our conflicts, mm-hmm. but the elephant stayed in the room long enough to where we had to deal with that. Yeah, well, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a One time. One bite at a time. That's what we did. <laughs> Amen. But well, we love you today. Our time is up, but we want to give you the opportunity to go to our website and sow into that building fund. Our vision is to have that land purchased this year and the building process starts this year where we are, we'll at least be able to do phase one of our building process oh gosh, of yes. getting in our church building. So we, we want you to go ahead and sow, become a part of the vision of WPC. Listen, there's going to be such a legacy left um, right there in the Lamar, Texas City area in Galveston County. Yeah, we are the revival capital of Galveston County. Oh, and amen. we're going to see so many lives change. So many people are going to going to come through those, come on that property that that's going to be sanctified by the glory of God. So many people are going to come in there, experience his glory, experience his goodness, goodness, get saved, set free, marriages, all kind of things are going to happen on that property. So we want you to be instrumental in sowing into that property and becoming a part of the legacy. Uh, you can go to our website, it's wordpowerchurch.com, look for Kingdom Project, and then click on the PayPal link. And, you know, give that $36,000 that we need, and we're going to go ahead and enter in. Amen? Amen. We love you today. See us on Sunday out at the parking lot. Let us bless you. The, the Lord, Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. Have an awesome weekend. Go Cincinnati Bengals. Amen. <laughs>